Hey, welcome back to the Comics and More uh, show podcast where we're recording live <laughs> from Comics and More. Do you want to start over? No, let it run. <laughs> Just keep going. We're recording live from Comics and More 28059 John Road, Madison Heights, Michigan. As always, I'm someone. <laughs> and I'm Marvel Phase 4. There we go. Segway. Marvel Phase 4 segue. I like you way more than that. Oh. So anyway, as we record this, uh, the trailer from Spider-Man uh, NWA came out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> it was cool because it Stop got leaked. Nerds with attitude. Yes, it got leaked. <laughs> uh, I watched it on. Uh, I watched it on YouTube, and I watched it on a guy who was watching it on a phone who was recording it from a computer. So it was like really weird, and I couldn't see anything what was going on. And all these people were so talking. It was like about, a visual telephone game. Yes, it really was. Literally. And when I got done watching the blurry footage, I was like. Marvel's going to put something out by the end of the day, so this will all be fine. So are you now convinced there's a Bigfoot? Yes. And he records things with a cell phone the, from the far blurry, away. The blurry footage. The, ah, ah. We also would have accepted Blair Witch and um, The Vanishing, or The Happening, or whatever the hell that movie is where Mark Wahlberg talks to a tree. And I think he, that was The Happening. Yeah, that thing. So anyway, Spider-Man. So the Spider-Man trailer came out. Chris did not see it because that's just what he does. And if so, he did see it... It'll be a surprise to everyone at this table. I did not see it. And again, the main reason I won't... The main reason I don't bother to watch trailers of movies that I want to see is because I already want to see the movie. And a lot of times, people start to complain, well, there wasn't this, there wasn't that. Well, yeah, you know what there wasn't? Two more hours of the movie. So I, I'm good. If it's a movie that I, I'm on the fence about, then I'll watch a trailer because at that point, I kind of need to be convinced. If a trailer comes on on TV, I'm not like, oh, 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 and turn it off. I'm just not going to go out of my way to watch such a thing. This particular trailer is probably the one of the best trailers that I've seen in what it does in a long time. I mean, there's a lot there, but when it comes down to it, all they do in the trailer is say... Peter Parker has a problem now because everyone knows how he how, like knows who he is. Everybody knows that he's Spider-Man. How does he think he wants to fix that? And he and it's literally and then the next part of the trailer is him figuring out. Oh wait, I know somebody that can help with this. So he goes and like, finds the devil. And he says, "Look, <laughs> check this out. I will sacrifice my love for Mary Jane if you let my old aunt, who's died forty-seven times in the history of this book, live again." What do you think? Deal? I don't understand how it is that they didn't have an automatic out anyway. Because the the only evidence they had was Infowars and Alex Jones. I mean, J. Jonah Jameson, who's now <laughs> Infowars.com, who's now running some kind of conspiracy nonsense website, and he already <laughs> hates Spider-Man, <laughs> and so he's just gonna believe a video that he sees by a guy named Mysterio who literally creates illusions. Yeah. It would be so easy for Spider-Man to have Spider-Man show up and Peter Parker show up in the same space and be like, who are you? And move on. And then the whole thing's over. So it's a neat little thing that you tack on at the end that goes away real easy. Because at the end of the day, most people also don't even know who Peter Parker is. Alex Jones, I mean, J. Jonah Jameson does because he employed him. But no one else does, and so it doesn't matter. That's the brilliance of that scene in Spider-Man 2, the Sam Raimi film, because well, he doesn't look much older than my boy, and here you yeah, go, yeah. Spider-Man, your mask's falling off, here you go. So he, no one's going to know who he is. This right. is like some dude. And then later, you know, the least reliable witness in the time of, uh, you know, 
tragedy as an eyewitness, none of those people would have been able to draw, have a sketch artist draw anything that remotely looked like Spider-Man after they almost died in a subway car. I think that oh, whole... Oh, man, Spider-Man 2 was better than I remember. Okay, sorry, what now? That <laughs> whole angle of, it's Spider-Man, that's nonsense. And you can end around that so easy. Honestly, you can end around that easier than scoring on the Lions' defense. I'll say it right now, 3-13. and 3-13. and 13, And they still somehow win the division because the NFC sucks. You're building in a tie? Yes. Oh, what? Oh, you're right. 3-14? and 14? Oh, there's an extra game. I forgot. You know, I forgot that there's an extra game There's now. an extra game. 17. You got to so, play with 17 now. Okay. 3-13-1. and 6-11. Where do they get 6? Oh, never mind. <laughs> I got to look at the schedule. Where, the, where can they get 6? <laughs> so, anyway, about what Chris said. Marvel Phase 4, everybody. About our terrible defense? No, yeah, that too. I liked seeing, this is no spoiler, I liked seeing Dr. Octopus pop up for that hot second. But then I stopped and I thought to myself, you know what would have been better? If they showed me nothing. Movies, movie trailers continue to be so insecure about the movie that they're right. being the trailer for. It's like, oh man, we got to show them something really cool to make them watch it. I got it. Let's show them Han alive. And then they go see the movie. We'll give a really dumb, overly complicated reason, thus undermining the whole thing. That's how I feel about Marvel well, Phase 4. So it's dumb, and it's undermining the whole what thing. I, so, but, like, with this particular trailer, I feel like they're doing what Pixar does. So, you know when Pixar releases a trailer, and they're like, oh, it's going to be this, and then in the at, at the end of this, like, the there's always that... It's like Pixar movies are 4X, not 3X, mm-hmm. because always a dead center... There's the complete twist that make it turns the movie into another movie. Like this is what it actually is. Like the perfect one, the perfect example of that is Brave. Yeah. Where you think like the first half of the movie, you're thinking, oh, like she's just meant to be a hero and blah 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 blah, and she's gonna go and do this and see the see this, and then the movie actually turns into whoops, I turned my mom into a bear, and how do I fix this? Yeah. Like so. <laughs> With with the Spider-Man trailer, how they set it up with, oh my God, everybody that like everybody in my school knows who I am. What the heck? This is so stressful and crazy because I'm still a kid. And then he's like sitting there and he sees like a little like witch mobile, like because it's like Halloween. And he's like, man, I wish I knew I could fix this. And he sees this. He's like, wait, I know a wizard. So like he goes to visit Doctor Strange and he's like, hey man. Uh, would it be possible if you can make it so nobody knows who I am again? And then it shows, like, they show Strange, like, all right, yeah, I could probably do that, blah, blah, blah. And they show Peter, like, yelling things while he's casting the spell. And then we're set with, okay. So, it's, I'm, I'm Spider-Man. Everybody knows who I am. How to, And I'm going to go see a wizard to see if he can fix it. Because I know, how to, like, I know, like, somebody that could do that. And then it's like... Or I have an automated suit. And what a slap in the face to the electric company. I have an auto- <laughs> I have an automated suit. Nobody knows who you are. What no. a, I mean, that's just terrible. That's not true. Morgan Freeman knew who he was. Morgan Freeman's God. He knew everything. That's fair. So I so I think the whole I think that every, anything that they showed on the trailer, I feel like that's gonna happen really fast within the first twenty minutes but, of the movie. Okay, time out. 
everybody at this table saw the, the second Spider-Man movie. The What's it called? Spider-Man, I had to make a second one so Sony wouldn't get the rights back. I really like that movie. Okay, but in that movie, they established that Peter can, knows how to use most of Iron Man's tech, correct? Sure. So he couldn't... The suit is... <laughs> To some degree automated, right? Why can't they just do what Chris said? He could fix this in 15 minutes. 15 minutes. He goes to the police station and the suit's like, Greetings, officers. I'm Spider-Man. Peter Parker and I are just good friends. Uh, 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 uh. Sure, but they're setting setting, setting it up and still playing into the fact that he's still an emotional kid. And like, just like he solved the, just like the second movie when he's like, oh, well, this guy's obviously like way more suited to be a hero than me. Here you have it. Like he's slowly learning, but he's still Peter Parker and that he's like, oh man, I wish somebody could, could, could help me. Cause I'm just, I'm like, I'm not. So I don't, you want to go first? I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first. Part of what frustrates me about the Marvel cinematic universe at this point and, and, <laughs> No shock to anyone, I'm really not a fan of the Infinity movies. And you talk about... Take those off the table. Let's just take those those off the table. You talk about undermining everything that they've done. Those movies do that, and I feel like now we're just going to get to a point where that's constantly what's going on. I feel like in a lot of ways, and I can't take them off the table, but the the Infinity War, whatever the second one was, the Endgame... They literally crack the universe open by having Loki take the cube just so that they can have a Loki show. Well, now it's going to be about how he basically broke time and we screwed everything up, even though Back to the Future is terrible. All they do is overcomplicate everything they do when there really are much, much simpler answers. Yeah. And that's usually what happens in the world in general. So, all right, they want to tie this to Doctor Strange. Well, you could... And you could do a Doctor Strange story, but find a way to do a Doctor Strange story that isn't overcomplicating everything. Spells and timelines and nonsense. Because again, well, and Doctor Strange is going to have that into the multiverse movie, and I'm sure this is going to be a part of that, and it's going to crack that open. Okay, whatever. There will be other ways to do that that aren't overcomplicating what you're trying to establish. And I think in a lot of ways, the fact that you had a villain. The only reason you know Spider-Man is Peter Parker is because a villain who creates illusions told you so. Get the hell out of here. Oh, we're just going to accept that that's truth? He's a villain. He's the bad guy. He's doing all kinds of screwy stuff. There's no telling why he picked Peter Parker. But he did. All you have to do is just come out of that. Again, you have s- the people that pass you the information are a villain who creates illusions... And a guy who has a conspiracy-driven website because he lost his newspaper. Seriously? Now that's facts? Well, they bring that up in the trailer, too. Then it should all just go away so much easier. They arrested him, and he's like, like, I didn't kill, you know, I didn't kill Beck. Like, that was, like, Mysterio did that. Like, he did all that stuff. They're like, oh, with the drones that belong to you. Because, like... So that that's the other part of the movie after you. where they're like where Stark gave him everything and the drones were Stark tech. So the cop hits him with that and he's like, "Well, no, man." Like so that that's that's we the don't angle want, that I wouldn't using. really know. We were using this tech, but again, I'm not Spider-Man, so I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I worked right. for Tony Stark. I I had this internship because I'm a high school kid. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. I got an idea. I'm a high school kid and I've already explained too much, but I have watched some cop shows. Lawyer. Yeah. Maybe they'll do that. We lawyer. Need to do that part, but Lawyer. Peter Parker needs to watch more wire. 
Yeah. Nah, if it was the wire, he wouldn't even. He would have been lawyer. Out, he would have been out the boxing late. He's, he's gonna go for even less this time around. He already had him in the box for eight hours before, and he didn't go for it. Thanks, Daniels. Idiot. You know what my problem is? Now that Kenny sat here and described that whole thing for me, that it was just like eye candy. I talked to my wife about Loki the other day, and I asked her what she liked about it. And she told me what she liked about it, and then I gave her the, they just reset Loki for the sake of resetting him. He has 10 years, basically 10 years of character development flushed down the toilet for the sake of Disney Plus needing a content upload. And, she, and, then, I, and then she goes, well, I didn't remember all of that stuff, so I still thought it was fun. At this point, they don't expect for you to remember anything that happened Correct. anymore. It even let's take Peter. Peter has had a character arc, so to speak, from Homecoming or even from Civil War and whatever happened to him before we ran into him in Civil War, which was he was being Spider-Man. Tony found out about it and tried to steer him into how to be a superhero. And at this point, he would have such a better idea he how would, to handle himself. Exactly. Yeah, They're yeah. walking it. They they. Yeah. Phase four has done more walking back stuff that has already been taken care of in ten years of movies just for the sake of going, well, this is the thing we want to do now. What is the thing that I always say about these superheroes in, in my best Matthew McConaughey? They're not for us anymore. That's what I love about these superheroes. They man. stay the same age. They stay the same age. But and that's essentially that's the problem we're now having with the movies. But how do you tell but okay, so they're they're not for us. But it's they're not even that. It's not demographics. They're telling the same story over and over again and walking every. But how back. am I ever supposed to take? How am I ever supposed to take? Any of like, how do you tell a story where you go out of your way to shit on the movie before? It's not like it's Friday the Thirteenth Part Eleven, and we're gonna go back and say, "Oh, dude, you wonder why Ten sucked? Jason would never go to space." You know, like most most people don't really care about any of that sort of thing. They just want to be entertained. It's, and it's, that's it's and a lot, right there. It's right a lot there. like going to the Coliseum. Right there, they but don't no, care if they it's not even. Line. It's not even that more. It's not even more complicated than that. They count on. They count on people going to see these movies because. They're just things to go see now. They're not even... It's not like when Iron Man came out and they could actually go out of their way to craft a story about a guy who builds a suit in a cave and then, you know, out into the world I come. So, for them to even imply that Peter is, for lack of a better term, that stupid to where he can't figure out, yo... I'll just have somebody else wear the suit. He still knows most of the surviving Avengers, right? Let's just stay in the universe. Well, I'll just stay in the universe. Whipping apart the universe is the last thing Peter Parker should be doing. After watching a big purple guy rip apart the universe, he would be a little bit more on ball with that. The lesson that he learned by the end of Spider-Man Content Upload Part 2 is I can handle this. Yes. I can handle this. But because it's Marvel and we need to put out at least four of these movies a year, oh my God, I don't know what to do. They said who I am. What? I don't think that should be such a large plot point. I think that should literally have been... That should be waved away in the opening credits of the next movie. Correct. It should literally have a... You don't think Pepper would have... This is not the Peter Parker you're looking for. You don't think Pepper, who would still know that that Tony would want her to keep an eye on the Parker kid because he's got my shit, you don't think that she would...
hold a press conference and have random guy that works there show up in the Spider-Man suit and have Peter show up there and say, this is a big, giant misunderstanding, just to squash it and move on. But nope, here's an idea. Since we have no idea what the fuck to do with season with Phase 4, let's just make something stupid. Let's make Peter as irresponsible as he ever been. And then here's another thing. Do you think Doctor Strange would legitimately say yes to that? No. Do you think he would say, oh yeah, dude, no problem. I'll tear apart the universe for you, teenage boy. <laughs> Why don't you just put on a mask like Batman did and just crawl into Jim Gordon's window and say, I'm not Batman. You know, just, this doesn't, they, they've gotten to the point where these movies are so overly complicated that I almost legit missed the days of Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2. And dear God, I hate to say it, even Iron Man 3, which in hindsight is really not that bad compared to anything else that they've been doing lately. I think I liked Iron Man 3 a lot better than Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2, if you put it up against the stuff that's coming out now, all all three of the Iron Man movies are better than current Marvel Universe. In the middle of Iron Man 2, Corey Hall, who was sitting next to me, turned to me and said, dude, relax. And that's the story of how I almost punched Corey Hall in the throat. <laughs> but again. I didn't, though. Those movies aren't, but the movies aren't, they're, they're, they're almost falling, they're starting to fall into the... Ugh, the George Lucas trap of, yo, we got to make these movies for everybody. The day that George Lucas made episode one and decided, I need for this movie to appeal to the following people. My hardcore fan base, dude who's walking down the street who's never heard of Star Wars, the little kids that are going to buy the toys, the investors, this guy, that guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy. And then somewhere along the way, he forgot to make a movie that made any sense. I would prefer Episode one is still better that than Hollywood just makes a good movie. They don't know how to anymore. But now it's not about that. Again, it's entertainment. It's about the t-shirts and the toys and, and all that kind of stuff. It's all the extraneous stuff. It's literally just about making money. They don't care, and I think we care too much. That's so, the other that's the other that's clearly the other thing. Because why should we fans, give a shit? Fans care too much. And they're not making movies for you to ultimately really care. They just want you to enjoy yourself while you're at the movie theater, and then that's it. And then again, buy the movies and buy that stuff. They're not going to do anything that's going to push too many buttons, because they don't. They certainly can't afford offending anyone or getting anyone upset about anything or really even changing that much. But doesn't it feel like the oh God? I'm gonna sound like a fucking film student. But don't you think there should still be movies that try to push? The, the art form forward. It doesn't feel like any... Sure, but... but it doesn't feel like anybody but wants But those to, movies are not the art form. Right. But still, but even in some of those movies, they would do little things that you wouldn't normally see in a super movie, superhero movie or whatever. Like, not to keep bringing up Iron Man, but like an Iron Man. Nobody thought Iron Man was going to make any money, so they did whatever they want. They who, did whatever they wanted. Who directed that movie? The guy that they don't allow to direct the movies anymore. You know... That guy, John Fever, 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 Fever. Didn't he have a uh, background? If I'm if I'm not mistaken, and I understand our listening audience understands I'm being facetious facetious here, but John I don't care Favreau, if you need to go to a foot doctor. John Favreau comes from an indie film background, right? So the reason you had something of substance was because he understands how to make a well crafted movie of substance, whether it's Iron Man or it's Swingers. But it's not. But it shows that it can be done. Correct. And right. And like you said, I just, I feel like that all the movies but that's that are why. coming. That's why. That's what he does. Like, 
Remember a long time ago when Knives Out wouldn't have been such a, oh my God, that was a good movie. Just be like, oh man, that's a pretty good movie. Sure. It'll be like just something you randomly trip over on HBO. But you don't get movies like that. Like Brick. You would never see Brick nowadays. Brick would never get made. And Brick was, um, Brick slid so far under my radar that I didn't know about it until it came out on DVD. I saw it at the theater. I know. I was was giving you the opportunity to throw that shot at me again. I I did see that at the theater and I'm not going to lie. I mean, afterwards I looked at my buddy and I was like, dude. I kind of want to just tell him to lace it up again. Lace it, it up again. Cause it's running again. Cause it's just, it's just. You've never movie. seen anything like that before. Like would a, would a last action hero get made today? So, so when when you mm. say things like, you know, we don't really get things that are well crafted and seem to have love and whatever, and I don't think that's entirely true. And I'm gonna use a movie that is derivative, a movie that really kind of has no right to be as good as it is. Um, in a movie you turned me on to, oh, as a matter of fact. Oh, oh, okay. I will um, allow this argument 100%. Happy Death Day. I think Happy Death Day, while derivative of sort of a device of, you know, the, the Groundhog's Day device, that movie is smart. That movie is, is very intelligent, tells a very good story, and then when it needs to tell a second story, it manages to make it so different from the first one while acknowledging the first one and allowing everything those to be two, different. Those two, I'd, I'd go as far as say that's one, those two movies are two of the best movies I've seen in the last five years. E- easily. And, 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 and they the, still, and they, which, which Happy one? Death Day and Happy Death Day to you. Uh, they have no, like when you saw the trailer for it, you're like, this is the dumbest thing I've yes. ever seen in my whole, I remember in the theater when I saw that trailer, I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going to go see that. I had no interest in it whatsoever. And you yeah, were like, but, dude, it's actually good. Watch them both though. And I'm, all right. And I watched the first one was like, wow. The first one, really the good. first one has, it comes so from out of nowhere. It's like, oh my God, I've seen Kenny? this before. Kenny, bro, I could have so, sworn I told you to watch that. It's it's very much a Groundhog's Day kind of film, you know. Girl you're telling him too, you're already telling up. him too much. You're already telling him too much. Go in clean. Just yeah, watch it's it. It's fantastic. Just watch it. Okay. I swear. I swear to you. Just watch it. It is, it really is so many different movies while you're watching it. And it and it has that vibe that early that early two thousands vibe yeah, of movie and yes. it and it plays on that so it just has so many things that hook you about it. And I feel like a lot of times I'm that, missing that now. That early 2000s where they were trying not, they were trying to evolve from the 90s, but not be but they're what not, the 90s they, were. It's like, yo, it's and still it, that it same sensibility. That, yeah. It's like, yo, it's a Limp Biscuit song. Boo, they suck. But you're kind of nodding your head to it. But boo, Limp Biscuit, Which is what I was explaining to Zoe the other day. She was like, you like this? And I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. Everybody hates it. But it's okay if you like it. It's okay. I mean... Well, yeah, because what did you do the other day when I was like, ah, oh, I can see the opening credits to everything. Yes, that movie is so that. The skater rock. That movie is so that. Come on, guys. We got a graduation to save. It's accepted. It's accepted. If there I liked was a, that movie. It's a semi-charmed movie. Yes. Accepted is a really fun movie. It's accepted if somebody threw a murderer in there. Wow. Yep. Because by the end of it, you're just like, aww. And the and the girl, she's oh, it's just everything. The girl's great. The girl's great in that movie. Gosh, I really hope the rumors of a third one are coming true. She has so much range in that movie. And then even by the second one, she still plays, she plays her, she advances her character. Which is, goes back to circle back. Is what is, 
all I really want, if you're going to make another movie, advance the character some. Stop taking so many back steps just for the sake of taking, taking back steps. Rocky. And, and that movie does. And you know what? That movie, I think, is also a great example of so many times people complain. We're like, oh, it has to be all girl power and blah, blah, blah. I didn't hear anyone complaining about the fact that she was a female hero in that movie, and she does it great. Because, because Chris, let's be honest, no nobody saw, saw that movie. movie. Nobody saw that movie. What We're, a shame, by it, the way. I know! It just, it got lumped into all that. Remember, there was that point in the... When all of those horror movies were coming out, and they were all basically the same thing. The Black Christmas remake. Uh, Which, again, who asked for that? Nobody did. The The Final the, the final Destination, which, spoiler alert, was actually way better than I thought it was going to be. What a twist. That movie has the best... Oh my God, I can't believe I just sat through this and I oh, got yeah, paid you for told it. Me. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. twist is so good. The twist for that is so good. I mean, you have to sit through a Final Destination movie to get there, but... Man, it was so good. You know what was not good? That Aquaman Netflix movie, the the one that just came out. I know you saw this, right? You, you learned. There's a movie where Aquaman, his wife dies of cancer, and he gets all mad, and he goes like, I'm going to find that cancer company, and I'm going to murder it. Oh. What? Oh, oh, bro, bro. It's- bro. It's literally Jason Samosa, yeah, and he's in the hospital. I don't want to see Dothraki, Dothraki but, man. And he's it's got doing uh, Isabella uh, Merced in it, though. And I love Ken, her. Kenny, you is. have no idea how much that movie has her in it. That's all I have to say about that. A lot or a little. A li- that, I, I, think, if you, if, I think he's saying nudity. Not even nudity. I'm just saying, when you get to the end of that movie, you're going to be like, and I know we've been cussing a lot, but who cares? You're going to be like, holy shit, what did I just sit through? And so not she, in a good so way. So she's in it for like six seconds, and it's all my Where's my family? Basically, that would have been a better movie. So anyway, um, <laughs> golly, because I know you're gonna watch it, and I don't want to spoil it. For I the don't want to watch it. Okay, now. so you know what the hook? Spoiler alert! If you're gonna watch Jason Samosa on Netflix kill a pharmaceutical company, so the twist is, the twist is. Oh wait. I will give you a spoiler count. Five, four, three, two. Like you people are going to watch it. So the hook of the movie is Jason Samosa dies a third of the way into the movie. And his daughter has a psychotic break and sees herself as Jason Samosa killing all the people. And then she gets away scot-free. No, Credits. no, no. That reminds me of the meme that is not the movie. around where people are saying that they really want to see a, a, a Muppets movie where the Muppets are sitting around playing Dungeons and Dragons. And when they're acting out the characters, you then flash to Hollywood actors playing the characters, but with the Muppets' voices. So Jason, uh, Jason Samosa. Samosa. Can we make that movie? So Jason Samosa would be running around as a barbarian with Bo- Mrs. Piggy's voice. I'd watch that. I'd give that at least 15 minutes. Dude, but yeah, but that's the can we make the that? Somebody write that down. No, it's but all Jason, over the internet. Jason Siegel will have to be in it, though. So there's that. Does he have to be? Why? Kind of. Was he wasn't in The Muppets Most Wanted. Yeah, only because of a scheduling conflict. But in that ain't here, it's not good. My Muppets well, Most Wanted wasn't they, bad. You know why they're not going to make that, though? Because they're too busy making Jumanji movies with The Rock already. You know my favorite part of that Muppet movie with Jason Siegel. When they go get, they're, they're talking about all the flashbacks, and suddenly Rolf's just there. <laughs> He's like, hey, Armand didn't get a flashback. And they flash back to, hey, Rolf, we're getting the band back together. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was my point? Yeah, movies suck now. Okay, you made a point earlier, though. 
about how we would not never get like a, la- a last action hero now. Or not another teen movie, but I digress. The reason why we will is because of one person, and that person is Ryan Reynolds. I, don't I hear Free Guy, free guy really is I've heard that so from, I've heard that from good. four people that Free Guy is good. I, free Guy is so when good. When I saw that trailer like 10 years ago, yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, that looks kind of good. So should I just wait? For, I'm just going to wait for it to come on again. No, no, I went to see it, and it was totally worth it, and I wanted to sit and rewatch it. It's that fun. The last it's time so I went good. to the theater, I was abused in, in the eyes. The best part of the that's not okay. so the, the best part <laughs> of the movie. Space. <laughs> yes, that's this is how much power Ryan Reynolds has now. So that movie was made by Fox. Mm-hmm. It was post put like it was already done. It was just a part of something Disney acquired. It wasn't like they were in post production and they were like, "Hey, I think we want to use some stuff." Ryan Reynolds calls Kevin Feige and he's like, "Hey, man." Uh, can we use this, 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 and this? And he's like, yeah, go for it. He calls, like, uh, Lucasfilm. And he's like, hey, can we use this, this, and this? And they're like, go for it. And what we get out of the fact that Disney bought Free Guy and bought Fox, Ryan Reynolds made that movie so much better because of it. Okay. Especially, mm. especially when you get Is to... Is it, do they, they Ready Player One it up, though? No. Okay. Oh that no, they don't. If they do. Oh no, they don't. The okay. The only aspect of that we get is from actual streamers like Pokemon and stuff. They get they'll do like YouTube commentary like oh, and they're like rooting for guy, and so that's the only kind of Ready Player One. Okay. We get we get we get the people that work for the company, and we get like the stream review, and then everybody else says it's all interaction in the game. Like, yeah, they don't re- they don't Ready Player One it. It's. It's but so I mean, original. Just throwing so much shit at you. Uh, no, it, it's not. Okay. Rec- it's not because they. I think they looked at Wreck It Ralph and they're like, okay, we know it's too much, and, we, and like, yeah, I like both those Wreck It Ralph movies. I don't like yeah, the part where the Wreck It Ralphs turn into one giant Wreck It Ralph, and you can see the little Wreck It Ralphs that are made into the giant. That's just gross. I didn't what like I, that. What I mean is they, they I don't. I can't bang with that. No. They don't flood like it's not the whole world isn't flooded with like ads. Where, like you don't remember that you're in a game. Okay. Aspect of it. It's yeah. It's a, it's one of the coolest original stories and just the way the oh, yeah, maximum effort production like his company like was able to just have so much fun with that. Okay. Oh boy, I guess we just started the free guy cinematic universe. Oh god. And you did did you see my Instagram stories when I posted? I did not. When when I saw the movie, okay, then I won't cuz I posted there was one kind of a it, it's a spit it's a spit take a spoiler like they they do a spit take from uh, from a cameo and it's like perfect perfect all right when when Comcast allows me to watch that at my home for twenty dollars I'll do it I just hope it ends up ah oh, won't it'll end up on Disney Plus wouldn't it way late like yeah. it's gonna be a while because they're theater only right and then it's. Yeah, that's why uh, Shang-Chi is only going to be in theaters, because nobody um, wants to see that. I believe it is Shang-Chi. Oh, excuse me. Allow me to apologize to... All day long, Apparently the trailer's been on TV, and they keep going, Shang-Chi, uh, uh, come uh, to theaters Friday. Apparently like, ever, apparently the movie's really good, but... Lies! I'm, not ex- I'm not excited. You know what? I'm really glad they made a Shang-Chi movie. I am a little frustrated with what... The Marvel Cinematic Universe has been doing. That's all. Yeah, I saw that movie once already before. You know what it was called? Crazy Rich Asians. It's the same thing. 
Is this more? It's literally the same cast. Oh my god, it's the same people! It's literally the same cast except for the one dude, because he's Snake Eyes now. It's the same. It's the same movie. Just, I highly yeah. doubt it's Crazy that Rich Agents. That movie's out, isn't it? Look, we, look, we have to look at the cast for Crazy Rich Agents. It's the same guys. I'm thinking it's going to be more like Crazy Kung Fu Asians. <laughs> the views expressed by Chris Brown for Chris Browns and Chris Browns alone. I don't want to accidentally call Taiwan an island or oh, something. Oh, so I just went too far? Hey, man, if they can get John Cena to apologize, they can get anybody to apologize. He called one of the countries an island and then he had to do an apology in Pitch Perfect... Asian language that I don't speak. So I'm really sorry that I called a country an island. That's a failure of the American educational system. And I greatly apologize that I was just ignorant. And I don't know how my ignorance as an American is somehow offensive. By the way, you can't sorry. see me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. How did anyone even know to, that was him? He was wearing his Peacemaker outfit. That's how everybody saw him. Are we talking? Did you watch? He's never going to no. watch it. He's never going to watch it. Do, do, we talk, do we dare? You can say whatever you want. I want. He's never going to watch it. So, I didn't like it near, nearly as much as you did. I don't think. My expectations were in the gutter down there with <laughs> okay. Wonder Woman 1984. Okay. <laughs> that I, movie was fine, though. This one No, okay, forgot. Wonder Woman 84 is fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, it hurts my soul the way Kenny keeps going. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, it's like a, a sensitive family topic that we're not supposed fine. to discuss at Thanksgiving. Gra- Grandma's fine, okay? It's fine. It's fine. Grandma's fine. It's fine. Okay, so we're gonna get this out of the way yeah, for anybody you, that's listening. Can you just pass the candy games? If you're gonna, if you're coming in the store, do not ask Chris about this movie. Chris will never see this movie yeah. unless it comes on TBS highly edited. And, and, and even I don't then, he won't watch it. Because I don't, don't want. I won't watch it. I won't watch it ever again. Would you halfway watch Logan? You watched two seconds of Logan. I wasn't aware that it was on my TV in the background. You should watch Logan. No, you no, shouldn't. With that, if, you know what? Do you ever see that one movie where Wolverine got his ass kicked for two hours? Then you saw Logan. It was the passion of the Wolverine. <laughs> he, sidebar, did you ever notice that Wolverine gets his ass kicked in every movie that, and all those X-Men movies, Wolverine always gets his ass kicked. He never wins a fight. He only wins a fight because, like, he's fighting inept guards. When it comes time to fight the big bad of the movie, they just go, bye, Logan, and they throw him to the moon or something. <laughs> Jeez, no wonder Hugh Jackman doesn't want to come back. He's probably tired of getting beat the fuck up all the time. Anyway. Just imagine if they introduced a villain called the Buckeye. Oh, Oh, hey oh. It's not football season yet, folks, but we're revving up, baby. <laughs> Tune in for our, uh, what is it, our fantasy draft where we go through the entire Lions schedule <laughs> and try to pick out six wins. That'll be our next show. You only think they're going to do three. Hey, man, so, I have no faith in this team. They've, they've given me years of reasons not to oh, believe in them. And their new coach, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I'm sure he does. That's what's awesome about it. So anyway, so uh, back to the squad, squad where they commit suicide. Yeah. I like that James Gunn had fun with it. I like that, okay. I like there was that. I like I like how they set set it up initially with mm-hmm. oh you think you're following these guys but you're really not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all these all these people they're introducing oh by the way they're all about to die. Like I, I like spoilers that. if you haven't seen it yet. But if you haven't seen it yet, what are you doing? And everybody that you're like oh wow they cast them for that why? And all of those people die within the first five minutes. Of course. So. Uh, yeah, uh, dude, it's not fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. Okay, here you go. I, I can make Kenny say this movie's fine. Is it better than Justice League? 
Yes. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. There yes. you go. Stamp of approval. Both it's better. Versions. It's better than Justice League. Yeah, it's better than Justice League. Did you see there was some meme floating around on the internet where it was like, "Hi, this is Zack Snyder. I'm trying. I am making Justice League too. Please uh, forward me fifteen hundred dollars in Amazon gift cards." Oh, God. you know what? I will send him fifteen hundred dollars in gift cards just to not make it. Ben Justice Affleck League. is here too. Hi, this is Ben Affleck, and it was still the Zack Snyder profile. <laughs> Ben Affleck is too busy having fake dates with Jennifer uh, Lopez to care about this. They're having mm-hmm. fake dates on Instagram, according to the tabloid I saw at the market today. Um, what? Yeah, it's a whole thing. Apparently, they think that Affleck and Lopez are. No, faking I wasn't. I wasn't asking you to explain it. I was more questioning your at keeping up on the. Oh well, you got to you got to keep your ear to the streets, Chris. I got to know what's going down. Okay, celeb news you're, is the you're, only ear news. to the streets, or you just you know your your wandering eye in the checkout lane. A little bit from column A, a little bit from column B. You know, every once in a while you get tired of seeing Kenny Kenny Rogers has breast tissue. I don't need Next to see time, that. Next time, turn to the other direction and just grab yourself a Snickers and just it's cool. I try to, but I'm allergic to peanuts again. I don't know when that happened. It was a whole thing. Mm, that's bummer. It is, isn't it? Snickers is like the best candy bar. It's good. It has everything. Really so anyway, does. back to uh, the it squad. Satisfies, as I understand. Back to the squad that has suicidal tendencies. The movie did. If the band The Suicidal Tendencies was in that movie, I'd be more likely to see it. That's a lie. Well, I didn't determine that is a lie. <laughs> so, things I liked about the movie. They made me like Rick Flagg, and I didn't give a shit about him yeah. in the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yep. That actor bothers me. He's all. Nope, he's I'm not going to do. He's, he's fine. fine. He's fine. Uh, Viola Davis was really angry and decided to take it out on the set while she was there. She yeah. chews up more scenery than uh, Alfred Woodard did in Luke Cage. So she's Viola Davis. How dare you? Don't talk about it that way. Have you ever watched How to Get Away with Murder? That woman commands every scene that she's in. Oh, yeah. In. She chews a lot of scenery. She's fantastic. Like yeah, And she great. cried. She found a way to cry in this movie. Dude, you know what? She, she got so angry she cried. That's she's amazing. She's so good at how, I get, how to Get Away with Murder that I watched that entire effing show you finished it you finished it how about that ending huh (laughs) we'll go back to that so no we don't need no we need to because i because i can't believe and i say this wholeheartedly after knowing you for 47 years i can't believe you finished that show i watched it as it aired and i can't believe i finished that show i would not have finished it as it aired that was the kind of thing that i was able to get through um the quarantine watching on netflix and i didn't realize that suddenly, like, got me up so far, and then I couldn't watch the next season. I was like, wait, what? The next season's actually happening? And I, what? So I was like, I should be able to watch this. And I went to Hulu, and it's like, yeah, you can watch this many episodes, but you can't watch the rest. I was like, what? <laughs> I hate wait, when Hulu does that. Hold on, I got, I got a sidebar with him. You know what the cliffhanger was that I got stuck with waiting for that show to come back? The Funeral and uh, Not West shows up was the cliffhanger. Was the cliffhanger that they didn't resolve till almost a year later? Like so for Matt West with the mustache or whatever that they the were. The one that when they when they're at the her son. funeral, it was the same. And yeah. it's no, Wes. No. Everybody and their mom was like, "Oh my God, Wes is not dead." I knew they wouldn't kill him. Turns out they killed him for no reason, and we never got an explanation. We never got an answer. No, no. which was complete and total. So anyway, back to Suicide Squad. We'll save this for our, Though that our wire wrap-up. <laughs> because everything goes back to the wire. Um, oh, indeed. It's, it's it's the best version of Harley Quinn that I've seen. Yeah. In a little period. Just period. Um, Will Smith, Idris Elba, 
was a great character. Yeah. Will Smith is a great character in that movie. He's, he puts on an Idris Elba mask. He plays Stringer Bell, who plays <laughs> Bloodshot or Deadshot or Monkey Shot. Who knows what he plays? Yeah, what did yeah, what did he call him? What's Deadshot, Bloodshot. No, he's Bloodsport. 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 Oh, okay. Bloodsport. Doesn't matter. So, John Cena, bravo, sir. I wish this was your first film. This would have done. This would do wonders for your career. Unfortunately, Fast Nine came out first. Um, yeah, yeah. Ratcatcher Two. I mean, he was also, you know, uh, really the highlight of his career. Which I don't even, again, like him much on anything. But the highlight of his career was appearing on an episode of Psych. Yeah. Wow, you people in Psych. Welcome to White Table Talk. White people more, love Psych. White people talk. Table Talk is back with more. I didn't like Psych. psych. Reca- Thank you, Kenny. You're the first white person I've ever like heard psych. say that. I didn't like it. That show's funny. Oh, you know why you don't like it? Because uh, a million little things just tainted your view of that guy forever. Because he's a murderer now. <laughs> really? That show takes a turn. That dude's a murderer? It took a hard left last season. I'm not coming back. Yeah, that, I'm good. Yeah, that, I'm good. Yeah, Thank you. That, that last episode is a hard turn. It's it's like, man, what a what an amazing slice of life. Sh- okay, the 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 non-rape thing was a little weird, but we'll just move past it. We'll Wait, just non-rape. All things should be non-rape. Oh, oh, oh no, cuz the show don't, don't do rape. rape. The show takes no such that. uh the network needs things to happen and it's like, let's watch these old episodes of One Tree Hill and see what they did. Mhm. Mhm. I think we got it. You're a murderer now. I don't know how they're going to do it. I, who needs There's it? a lot of bad TV. You know which a show I'm shocked even got another season, but it's like a season only on cable? Okay. The um, Evil. It's on Paramount, yeah. CBS, All Access yeah. Plus. Yeah, terrible. It's, it's a CBS show. What do you want? It's a, it's a CBS procedural drama about the devil. Starring, a, starring Luke Cage and Ben from That Wallace. got a second season, but Clarice got canceled. You know why Clarice got canceled? Because I think it's made by the same dude that made Riverdale. Don't quote me on that, though. But uh, but uh, Queen Latifah-lizer got another yes. season, it, right? It, you damn right it got another season. Right. Y'all better respect Queen Latifah's name up in Queen here. Queen Latifah-lizer. That show is great. You know why? Because she... The pilot was fantastic. She equals everything out, baby. That's what she does. So anyway... She was pretty awesome in that. That, that first episode was pretty good. It has I'll, no... I'll it's better it. than that. Any, business me, any streaming platform you have. Okay. So, back to Suicide Squad. What else did I like about I, it? I agree with Harley being the best Harley It's the best Harley Quinn. Quinn. It's, um... They do a good job of making you care about the characters quickly so you're not here all day. Yeah, Ratcatcher 2 is awesome. Yes. It's the best world building that any of these DC movies has done. Um, Starro was awesome and gross all at the same time. Kind of awesome that they put Starro in a movie. Starro, yeah. and they they make him just goofy enough. Yeah, he's pretty self, it's self-aware. He's just goofy okay. enough. Yeah. Uh, most wasted character goes to Peter Capaldi. I don't even know why he was in it. He didn't deserve Who's that. Who's he play? Uh, Doctor Who, except he has light bulbs screwed into his head. <laughs> Which DC character is he? Thinker. Thinker. Oh. <laughs> so again, completely wasted. Yeah, and they He's went with that Thinker with the, with the, with the light bulbs, the in, light his bulbs in his head. Completely like, wasted. Why'd they go with that one? Why'd they go with that one? So, <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, sure, why not? You got, you've got a couple of months to kill before they put on that Will Smith, uh, Venus Williams movie that's coming out. There's got to be better than that Wolverine not Inception, but come on, dude, it's Inception movie that he's got coming out. Yeah, that's out already. I was like, ah. Uh, nah, I'm good on that it? one. What? 
It's this movie where I guess like his wife or girlfriend dies and they have this machine in the future where you can like get in a pool and remember stuff. So, you know, Inception. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on that. And it's not made by Christopher Nolan, so. Inception mixed with, my, mixed with Minority Report. Ooh, that's a good one. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to go with that. Oh. It's definitely Inception mixed with Minority Report. What all? Mixed with Crazy Rich Asians. With the whole... I'm not touching that. So, <laughs> with the whole uh, dead person being ever... Did anyone watch uh, that show Upload? I with didn't Green watch Arrow's it yet. brother? I didn't watch... No. Cousin... Oh, that reminds me of another show I watched. I didn't Is watch it. Firestorm? It. Yeah. yeah, Robbie... What's Robbie, his, Robbie, yeah. Robbie Robbie Robertson. No, because I can't take the Amel brothers... Ser- I can't take the Amel cousins serious anymore. That show. The cousins or brothers? Who? The cousins. Did you watch Heels? Did you watch Heels yet? No, I didn't watch Heels yet. Is it about bad guy wrestlers? Please don't tell me it's bad. It's, it's not. It's not. It's the first episode ends in such a way where it's like, well, how can there ever be a second episode to this? Why would there be a second episode? The first episode ends. Spoilers if you haven't seen Heels. What is it? (laughs) It's, well, remember that one time when Stephen Amell was like, yo, dog, I like wrestling. I'm going to be a wrestler. I'm going to wrestle. And he was like, oh, I had so much fun. I'm going to make a wrestling TV show. I quit Arrow to go make this wrestling TV show. Bye, everybody. And the CW went, well, looks like it's all up to you, Riverdale. And Riverdale immediately buckles under the pressure and is the worst show ever. Sidebar, Riverdale is so god-awful now. This is, dude, this oh is... Oh, my God. Wait, I'll show you how god-awful it is. Riverdale sucks so hard now. It's not even... <laughs> Remember that, remember that fun show that we talked about a million years ago? We're like, oh, this is pretty not bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's when so the star bad. Of the show, when the star of the show who plays Veronica Lodge posts this as her in her Instagram story, and it says, this week on Riverdale, it's Veronica taking a shot. Like that's, <laughs> and she's like, this week on Riverdale, it's this bad. Like, Wow. They all signed up for another season. There's nothing they can do. There's one. They're getting. Then this is star of the show. That's Veronica doing that. Then she has something to do. Wait, she doesn't have anything to do. The, the episode I saw, they were having parent teacher conferences because uh, Archie and the gang. How many seasons has that show been on? Five. Five. They all already have to have graduated by now. Come on. Yeah, they did a There's time a skip. seven-year time seven jump. Years, yeah, they did a seven-year oh, time Oh, so they're skip. not in school. No. A, and so this now is, the actors are all playing their actual Oh, no. Oh, no. They, they are in school. And Veronica keeps calling herself the she-wolf of Walt. It's a whole thing. You gotta, you, don't watch it. But So the episode I decided to jump back in on, they're having parent-teacher conferences, right? Because Hiram has turned Riverdale into basically, you know that town at the start of Fistful of Dollars? Yeah. So that's what Riverdale is now, basically. So the gang comes back to fix Riverdale by all being teachers at Riverdale High. Stay with me. It gets worse. So Hiram, Hiram doesn't want that. So what Hiram does is institutes a breakout at the jail that is in the middle of Riverdale and has all of the prisoners go and tear up the high school. But because Archie... How does he, how does he have that kind of clout if he didn't hire him in the first place? <laughs> Wait, it gets better. So since Archie is a, uh, an ex-Navy SEAL now... I mean, the when, guy did fight a bear. Yeah, so this is light work for him. So he fights off all he of the... He was almost a shirtless bear fighter, if I recall. Ah, I really wish they'd bring that back. So after he beats all of the criminals, Hiram says, well, don't worry, it's all a part of my master plan. I'll help rebuild the uh, 
the high school. So what, he became Snoop Dogg? I guess. I wish that would have been better. That would have been better. So then after that, the prisoners that didn't get paid by Hiram that broke out kidnap Hiram and the mayor of the town. Stay with me. Is they, that still... Uh... I don't. Who Robin knows? Givens? No, she's been gone. She went. She when there was that black flight from the show, she was a part of it. Okay. You know the black flight where only Tony Topaz was still there, who was treated like a pet for most of that yeah, last but, season. Yeah, what's her name? Josie left, right? She's back. She's back because they trying to give her her own show. No, oh, Katie Keene. <laughs> you mean? Oh, you're saying the name wrong. It's not Katie Keene. It's Scream. <laughs> Lucy Hale fails again. So <laughs> what? She can't keep a show. This is the second time they've given her her own show. Just stop it. Who is she? Lucy Hale. You know, the chick from Pretty Little Liars that she got the Hollywood disease and now she looks like a bobblehead doll. What? Yeah, she looks like She's not in your wheel. She was in a horror movie once. That Truth or Dare movie or whatever. Oh, I didn't see that. I heard that was good. Okay, yeah, she's in that. She used to have meat on her and then she lost all of her meat. Okay. Because Hollywood doesn't want women to have meat on their bones. Or Crazy Rich. Uh, what else have I seen her in? Crazy Rich Asians. That movie's great, by the way. Sorry, anyway. <clears throat> so, so after the prisoners take Hiram and the mayor prisoner, Archie and Kevin and some other random guys, I don't know, they SWAT team into the building by repelling through the ceiling, and then they beat up all the guys and save the day. Riverdale. That's, you know. So anyway, no. so Heels is a show where Stephen Amell, he runs a wrestling company in Georgia. And the rival wrestling company is ran by the guy who used to host Guts. Except he's an evil hillbilly now. Oh, it's Michael Malley, really? Yes. Hey, you know who else is in it? You know what saves it? What channel is this on? Stars. But you know what saves it? Just when I was about to give up on this show. You know what show came through and saved me like it always does every single time I want to give up on something? The Wire came through. Frank Sabaka showed up for no apparent reason. Really? Frank Sabaka comes strolling into that show, and it instantly gets better. Of course. And then he leaves, and I'm like, well, shit, I still have to stay here for another hour or so, huh? So, blah, blah, blah. I run a wrestling company. Life's hard. We got to keep kayfabe on the streets. It's like some guy read a wrestling book and was like, I'm going to use these terms to make a show. Hot dog. So... So it's the that '80s show of wrestling. I wish, but it takes place in current day. I just mean in terms of look, Cubert Rubik's Cube. Yeah, like that. Okay, yeah, it's like that. It's <laughs> look how wow. my cell phone. It is. is just like the. So the first episode, they're building to a I match like between. That 80s show, by the way, you're the only one. So know. you know that Supergirl's sister sister in that show. Did you know Supergirl's sister is a lesbian? She was a hot punk on that '80s show. And she had she, giant spikes in her hair. Then she turned into a crazy rich Asian. And uh, <laughs> was Dennis from uh, that other show I don't watch, I the Philadelphia one. I'm murdering Kenny with this crazy rich Asian thing. You guys can't see it, but it's killing Kenny right now. So, the, so And I'm ignoring this nonsense. Frank Sabatka comes to town and says, hey, did you ever see Grown Ups 2? Wait, no. did you ever see Bad Boys 3? <laughs> yes. Okay, you remember the, the tall white dude from Bad Boys 3, the one with the muscles? That wasn't Reggie? Yeah. Okay, that guy. He plays the other brother. He's Stephen Amell's brother. So Stephen Amell's brother is getting scouted Wait, the, by the dude that the dude that sat on the sat on the stability ball is Stephen Amell's brother. That yeah, dude? the big yeah, the big white dude. The dude that gets shot. 
Yeah, the dude that knocks over the wall just by walking into it. Yeah. The show's great, by the way. So he's getting scouted, and Stephen. So he's like, all you got to do is win this match and impress the scouts from up north. That's what they say. They, didn't, they tell me he doesn't say up north. Okay, Connecticut. So he, he goes. So Stephen Amell finds out about, it and he says, "Listen here, Frank Sabaka. I don't know how you're not dead anymore, but you go to hell and get away from my brother, you son of a bitch." And so before the match. They're standing there, and he's like, this is my shot. I'm going to get out of this shithole town, unlike our daddy. And then Stephen Amell's all like, I'm going to choke you. And then the other guy's like, well, I'm going to choke you, you son of a bitch. And they're all arguing. He keeps saying son of a bitch, and I'm pretty sure it was pronounced some bitch. No, they say something. Stephen Amell's from uh, a little place called Canada. Canada. They pronounce yeah. everything. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's, so he's doing it wrong. Yes. It's a little. It's, it's supposed to be in Georgia. I don't know if I'm telling this. I don't know if I'm telling the story right. But anyway, so they go out to the ring to have their match, right? And the one brother's all like, yeah, I'm the face. Yay. And Stephen Amell's all like, well, I'm the heel. Boo me. Boo. So he goes out to the ring and he breaks his brother's arm so he can't get his shot. And then the first episode ends. But I'm like, I'm supposed to show up for another one of these? I think I'm good. Oh, man. It's the most Stephen. It's. It's the most Stephen Amell trying not to be Arrow show ever, even though in the second episode he beats a bunch of guys up like he's still Arrow. He Arrow fights them. Well, what's funny is, like, he he, he did that. Or, like, Code 8 was great. He could have just did that and, like... No, 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 no. I know Cody Rhodes, and he told me I could do a wrestling show. Oh. So, wrestling. On the third episode, CM Punk's going to show up there. <laughs> great. So Frank Sabatka, whose actual name is Chris Bauer. No, it's Frank Sabatka, but continue. Was in uh, an episode of um, uh, Masters of Horror that was a Showtime show mm -hmm. back in 2005. He was actually in what I thought was one of the better episodes, uh, which was called Sounds Like. Mm -hmm. The sound design in that episode is absolutely incredible. So if you're a fan of Frank Sabatka's work, and that guy's been in a lot of really great stuff, check out that Sounds Like. It's really good. You know what the truth test is? Was he in an episode of Law and Order? Uh, he was in an episode of Criminal Minds. Keep looking. He had to have been in an episode of Law and Order. They're always in an episode of Law and Order. CSI. Uh, he was in an episode of CSI. He was in an episode of Law and Order Criminal Intent. That counts. Oh, he was on Fringe, too? Was he on Fringe? Yep, right he was there. on Fringe, yep. Sidebar, Fringe is a great show. If you ever have, if you ever want some background noise that makes you occasionally look up and go, why are they eating that cow? Fringe is pretty fantastic, and it has a great end. I think it it really does play well. At least the they at least they had advance notice so they could wrap up some storylines on like how to get away with murder. So anyway, um, what were we complaining about? Still, we complained about that. We complained about that. We complained about that. He was also on an episode of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Ugh. Okay. Now see, now he was he's on slumming. an episode of Law and Order True Crime. Oh, I forgot about that one. He was on an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. You see this person? I distinctly remember that one. What? Frank Sabaka. Frank Sabaka. He doesn't know who Frank Sabaka is. He hasn't watched The Wire. Or or also known as Chris Bauer, but this guy. You may no, remember him from I... such films as, yeah. He's everything. Oh, yeah, that guy. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what they said about Stephen Amell when he showed up to that show. Okay, so let me see here. Have I covered everything? I would be remiss if I allowed these microphones to be turned off before I got one point across. <clears throat> Last Friday... My favorite wrestler in the whole wide world, 
finally remembered that he liked wrestling and came back to a thunderous pop in Chicago because that's the only place he could have came back to. Same town. Of course. And when he came out, I expected him to be the same miserable old so-and-so that he was when he left. But I saw this look in his eye, and I knew he missed us. He missed us. Us. Because that whole MMA thing didn't work out so well, and he I'm didn't so, want people to Sorry, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know any of that. That was Phil Brooks' career. That was Phil Brooks. That had nothing to do with that. Oh, right, I have no right. idea what Phil Brooks was doing at that time, but it was not CM Punk. That was Phil Brooks. Please never bring that up again at this table. Thank you. You know how hard it is to be a fan of that guy and have that happen to him? You don't start in MMA when you're that... Oh, wait, I can't say that. Anyway, moving on. There's a several. There's a litany of reasons why I can't go down that street. So, I just wanted to say that it was one of the best wrestling moments I've ever seen. I've never heard a crowd be so loud that they've actually drowned out the guy's theme when he comes out. Um... I give it three months before he's mad and doesn't want to be there anymore. I just worry about the AEL, AEW doing what, so, what takes down so many wrestling feds, just bringing in the old dudes. No. If they... The difference is... The guys that they are signing are guys that they can help... That can help the style of wrestlers that they have get better at what they're doing. So, for example... Okay, if, then put the young guys over. Don't put, put the old guys they over. put the young guys over all the time. Okay, Chris okay. Jericho just got his arm broke by one of the young guys. Okay. Uh, Sting is just hanging out with Darby Allen just to make Darby Allen cooler at being a weirdo. Because, okay. you know, Sting was a weirdo for the whole time. Now Darby just does nothing but hang out in the rafters. For me, AEW is not competition. They're an alternative. And as long as they continue to walk that line of not being, not pulling a WCW and being like, hey, Vince, her, you know, just keep doing your own thing, man. The best way you can get people to look at your product is to keep doing your own thing. Now, did CM Punk go out there and talk a little bit of stuff about WWE? Of course he did. Like, he wasn't going to do it. They ruined that man's life for like seven years. They went out of their way to ruin his life. Now, I'm not him. I can't personally judge anything that happened to Phil Brooks. But I know CM Punk hated every second of it. Phil Brooks was probably like, I got enough money to sue these guys. But the end of the day, it's I I like that there's an alternative now. I like that AEW is working with so many of the other feds. Like they're working with Impact. They're working with New Japan. They're working with uh cmll in mexico so there's like a little bit of a four-headed monster that's all working together now and that's great it's been a long time since the business has had that nobody wants to talk to ring of honor just yet though but you know it'll it'll turn ring of honor always goes through that nobody wants to be bothered with us and then it turns back around it, it always happens well, it's it really is i don't know how many you know different feds there are right now but it is the last of them yeah it's the one that's got it's got a little clout, you know, more so than, than your local, still, you know, show at the And the, they still the hold church. a lot of weight, and they did a lot They did a lot of right things when the pandemic hit. Like, they never p- stopped paying any of their wrestlers. They paid all of their guys right. the whole time. Nobody got cut. <clears throat> WWE. No, and no, I, know, I know they were good to Dan Housen. Yeah, and, they, and they, were, yeah. they were good to everybody that was there. So I can never fall, give them crap about that. Now, 
that I've said that piece. There's another piece I want to say, and this is only for the two wrestling guys that are out there that are listening. I'd like to take a minute to shit on SummerSlam, if you don't mind. Here's why I'm going to shit on SummerSlam. After CM Punk moved the needle, after Roman Reigns said CM Punk wouldn't move a needle, and he was never as big as he thought he was, seeing him get that gigantic pop on Friday meant that Vince was like, I need to do something to get back at him. Hunter, do we still own any black people? I mean, um, do you have Becky Lynch's phone number? So, here's what happened. Uh, at WrestleMania this year, the main event of night one of WrestleMania, let me let that hang out there for a minute, night one of a four-hour pay-per-view, that grand total clocked in at eight hours of wrestling. Aren't you glad we don't do the stable anymore? I would have jumped out of a window. Um... <laughs> There was a match that was the main event for night one. It was Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair, heir apparent to the women's title, was put over in grand fashion by Sasha Banks. The match broke down invisible barriers and created life on Earth, if you ask the ESPN hype team. So just so just so we're clear, the the women's card is still running the show because it's still the best part of their no it's actually god awful there's nothing good about it so anyway (laughs) so bianca belair and sasha banks got all of this pub because not only was it a main event it was two black ladies main event and something y'all hey clap it up for black twitter we's in the house baby so the rematch was set for SummerSlam: sasha banks versus bianca belair and everybody was like this is gonna be great it's going to be an all-timer, a rematch of the, the best match of that whole nine-hour debacle that was WrestleMania. Somewhere along the way, Sasha Banks, who is has a history of injuries and uh, being taken off the card randomly, was taken off the card uh, one week prior to SummerSlam. SummerSlam was this weekend? Yes, it was, la- it was this past weekend. So the WWE in their infinite wisdom said, let's just pretend like she's still going to be there. So all the way up. To Saturday night, they were telling us Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair is totally 100% going to happen. You can trust me. It's not like I double-crossed my dad on his deathbed or anything. Trust me. So, this is also important. Before the match happens, Shinsuke Nakamura, a former New Japan star, now poor guy who just wants to leave, Comes out and does his entire entrance with his new Intercontinental title. And we're thinking, oh boy, we're getting an Intercontinental title match. Nope, they go immediately into the package for Bianca versus Sasha Banks. Because they just had Shinsuke Nakamura just walk out to kill two minutes on a six-hour pay-per-view. That shit came on at four o'clock, Chris, and did not go off... Four o'clock for the first pre-show, six o'clock for the second pre-show. It didn't go off till midnight. Yeah, I can't. It gets better. So... They show the package. Bianca Belair comes trotting down to the ring, spinning her hair like she does. All the girls are like, hey, girl, you go. You get this done. Whoop, whoop. Or the, the scream noise that the AKAs make or whatever. Who cares? So she's walking down to the ring. Now, the night before, during the contract signing that Sasha Banks attended, I'm really glad we don't do the stable, she, Carmella and uh, the other chick who got fired, uh, Selena Vega, come out and they go we should have the match at SummerSlam biatch that's how you know they're serious in WWE when they call a woman a biatch so Bianca Belair goes okay Carmella I will beat you up tonight and she beats up Carmella almost within seconds of the match starting so we're like yay we never have to see Carmella again 
So Bianca Belair gets in the ring and she's spinning her hair and she's all, "Wee! I can't wait to put on a match of the night uh, match here." And then the announcer goes, Ahem. "Sasha Banks is dead. Now taking her place, Carmella." And everybody goes, "Didn't you just beat up Carmella last night?" No, that was a completely different Carmella. This one, her boobs are out. See? She's a different person. So Carmella comes out and the crowd is all like, Boo! 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 But keep in mind, this is also important, Bianca Belair has been built up to be one of the most dominant women's champions of all time. Keep that in mind. She's basically the ultimate warrior of the women's division. She's very strong. She has a track body, which means no boobs, all butt. She's great. So Carmella comes down to the ring, and they're all like, okay, let's have this match. And the crowd is like, let's not have this match. Boo! And then Becky Lynch's music hits. Becky Lynch has been gone for a year because Seth Rollins was like, hey, I want you to have my baby. And everybody said, boo! So, Becky Lynch has been has been ready to come back for about six months now. They teased her at Russell, they teased her at Royal Rumble. She didn't show up. They teased her at WrestleMania. She may or may not have shown up. I don't know. I blacked out. That show was like 88 hours. So, SummerSlam, Becky Lynch returns, and the crowd is like, Oh my god, it's Becky Lynch. <laughs> Who cares about CM Punk? Becky Lynch is here. Yay! But a small bit of the audience, a small minority of the audience, if you will, started thinking. Oh, no. That black girl needs to get out of that ring as fast as she can. Something bad's about to go down here. She needs to run. So Becky Lynch comes down to the ring, and they're all like, Yay, Becky! And Becky's like, I'm going to do my uh, best, Becky, because she's Irish, and I have a master's degree in Irish accent, so I'm going to break it down for you. <clears throat> hey, guys, it's me, Becky Lynch. I'm here today to challenge Bianca Belair to a match. But first, let me go over here and beat up Carmella. Ayo! So she beats up Carmella. And Carmella goes wherever wrestlers go after they get beat up. And she Becky grabs the mic and she goes, Okay, Bianca Belair, top superstar, who's been built for months to be super strong and be super cool. And the role models of little black girls everywhere want to be wrestlers. All three of you. Let's have the match of the night. Let's tear the roof down here in Las Vegas. Am I right? Now, any wrestling fan knows that whenever a surprise white person shows up and you're a black person with a title, you need to get out of Dodge as fast as you can because you have no chance of winning. So you slap the belt on Becky, Becky Lynch? Worse than that. Bianca Belair has beaten up everybody she's come across, right? They ring the, Bianca's like, she's thinking about having a match. And then instead of doing what a real black woman would do, will be like, uh-oh, hell no, I ain't come to work for this bullshit and get out the ring and leave. She's like, now here's my... Pitch perfect Bianca Belair impersonation. All right there, yo. We'll have a match, you know what I'm saying? Uh, hippity hop. So, they ring the bell. Becky says, let's shake hands, Bianca. Bianca goes to shake her hand. Becky Lynch literally punches that woman in the throat, hits a rock bottom. One, two, three, Bianca Belair loses in two seconds. It took longer for her to, for them to count the pin than it did for the entire match. And then Becky gets up and goes, Hey, yo, I won! Hooray! And Bianca Belair, instead of being mad or something 
some form of emotion or getting a chair and getting her heat back or anything. You know what she does? She goes, oh, white lady, you got me again. Oh, well, and walks backwards the 95 miles back to Gorilla because the ramp was like 95 miles. What? So I just wanted to say on the record, Bianca Belair didn't deserve that. She didn't deserve that at all. If you want to hot shot the belt, hey, man, do whatever the hell you want. But don't shit on the lady that's been carrying the belt through this whole time. Why build her up if all you're going to do is break her down? Meanwhile, 10 minutes later, uh, Charlotte Flair wins her 97th women's title, which means, oh boy, we're going to get Becky versus Charlotte at some point, and Lord knows I want that again. In closing, wrestling sucks, AEW rules. Wow. So if you want to hear more talk like that. And you probably won't. You can come to Comics and More at 28059 John R. Road in Madison Heights, Michigan. Remember, tune in next week where we'll be breaking down the Lions schedule game by game with hard-hitting analysis. I don't know what that means. We'll have a lion on the sidelines. A live lion. We're going to talk to we're gonna talk to Bubbles? Oh, man, be here for Bubbles next week! I don't have anything. Turn this off. <laughs>